Hey out there, here's Jennifer Ham from Beyond the Black and you're listening to the Brotherly Delicious Podcast. Hey, you are listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. I am Bruce. I'm Chris, and I got dressed today. <laughs> Which is good. And you also did a little bit of research, which I'm actually shocked about. Yeah, I know. I, did, I actually did some research. Isn't that funny? What so you, fu- actually, you actually know who this band that we're talking to, Beyond the Black, is now. Yeah, but who the hell is... What's going on with me? What's happening? I start, I list- start jogging. Now I'm doing research. Fuck, what's next? I'm going to start eating list- kale? Yeah, (laughs) cilantro. No, no. (laughs) Our three listeners are going to not even recognize who you are. This one is a good one. Did you listen to them? Yeah, I was actually, I I went back and did some research on it, believe it or not. Wow. Uh, Yeah, I know. It's fucking crazy. But man, their new single, Misery, is such a different sound compared to their other, their other tracks. It was kind of shocking. I haven't gotten that far back into it, but that's good. You, uh, you'll have some stuff to. I went back. It's... Well, like they've they've released three singles off their new record, right? Healer, Golden Pariahs, and Misery. Hey, fuck, right. I was look... just listening to Golden Pariahs right now. Listen to me go through my fucking research here, huh? Yeah. yeah. This is what ah. happens when people cancel. I have time to research <laughs> before we interview them. <laughs> nice. But, but um, like the first song I heard was Misery when I googled them. And everyone is like, what is this? This isn't you guys. And I was like, what are they talking about? And that's why I went back through their catalog and, and checked it out. And I was like, wow. Like, Misery kind of comes across more of a pop song, like a Britney Spears like, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Golden Pariahs and Healer are, are more along the lines of what they used what they were before. But I'm, I'm curious to see uh, why they went in that direction. It'll be kind of interesting. We're speaking with Jen, the singer, and I was also looking at through some of the videos. I mean, they played Vakken or Wacken, however you want to pronounce it, and yeah. Tuska and a lot of these really big festivals. So this should be a good one. And well, they have a pretty good fan base. Well, they're a pretty big band. They've they've had a bunch of top top records, you know. That's great. So like and they Songs of Love and Death reached twelfth place in Germany and twenty first place in Australia in Austria. We only get the best. Always. Hello. Hello. How are you? Bruce, that's hi. my partner. Bruce, that's my partner, Chris. Hello. Oh, hi, hi. Nice to meet you guys. Nice to meet Thanks you. For joining us. How is it over there in Germany? Um, everything's fine. So, um, yeah, we're we're getting more. Uh, we we can do more and more. Um, and everything, yeah, everything's fine. My family is fine. My band members, everyone. Is safe, so I'm good. <laughs> Great. So things How are, are starting you guys? to turn. It. It's a little rough here still, but we're getting there, I guess. I don't know. Between the uh, between the virus and now all this uh, other racial tension stuff, it's a little strange. Yeah, I can understand. We can see that from Germany, from far away, but um, yeah, it's it's a strange time. It's very strange. 2020 has been really weird. <laughs> 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 20, I, I, I keep saying, you know, in 15 years, we'll look back in 2020 and say, yeah, we did that. We got through that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and I, on a positive note, maybe Ticketmaster will get taken down from all this. Yes. <laughs> I don't think they have Ticketmaster in Europe. Do you, you have Ticketmaster? 
we, I think so. Yeah, I, I can understand, or I, I know that word. They have the monopoly on uh, concert tickets here. They're the ones you have to go through to buy them, and they charge an arm and a leg, and then when they cancel, they have a hard time getting your money back. Oh, okay. Ah, okay. Yeah. Anyway, Chris, you want to um, take the lead here? Yeah, yeah, I'll start. So you have a new record coming out, right? On Friday. On Friday. and On Friday. Okay, so I was actually, I only discovered you guys this morning because we were interviewing <laughs> you. Which is, no, don't laugh, don't laugh, because... Honestly, it's good. You, you have to understand, I got into this podcasting thing to learn more about metal, because I'm kind of a relative newbie when it comes to metal. Um, even though I'm 44, I, I only discovered metal in, like, 2011. So Yeah, like, so Beyond the Black is maybe a good choice for the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> so I, 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 I was going through and then the first song I that I came across was Misery. And mm -hmm. when I hit play I was like I thought they were metal. I I don't understand what's happening here. It's kind of like this poppy kind of feel. But then when I went through your other stuff, it was a lot heavier. So how how are people kind of uh you obviously have quite a huge fan base. So how are people um responding to songs like Misery for you guys? Um different <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's a great it, it can i swear it's a great fucking song and and like I, I liked it right I away think so too. but i know what you mean and um so, so i will explain what i think about that song so um since the beginning of beyond the black um we are more like having some yeah like pop not not really pop, but maybe a bit more modern and, and, and all that melodic stuff into our music that um, other bands don't have. So a lot of people were telling us, um, you're too poppy for us and all of that stuff. And um, maybe Misery is the answer to all of that haters. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, <laughs> if you want this poppy... We will give you poppy. <laughs> so, um, yeah, this, this was. It, it's funny that this is the first song you heard of Beyond the Black. <laughs> so, well, I, I was just it's not I'm, the real thing that we're doing, but it's more like a middle finger song for all of these people. Oh, that's <laughs> great. The song, I, think. <laughs> I mean, it's a really good song. I was like, it, it's just we usually deal with like you know heavy bands, and I was like, what what's happening here? Are I, Bruce, what are you doing? You know? And then once I got further into the songs and then further into more of your songs, I realized, Oh, I see what's going on here. It's like this artistic expression or, or progression. But I was, I was just curious about how the fans were responding to that kind of it. To me, it seems like a, like a natural progression from what I hear from you guys. I don't know how some people would take that. Yeah, it was not like, um, yeah, it wasn't easy to release that. Um, some days ago, I really was afraid to do that. <laughs> but, um, but, um, but it was really like um, that, that first song that we wrote for that album because we had like three albums before and did like, 
kind of the same thing. And people were always telling us all of these, all of this stuff. And we said, okay, now we're like a band. We're not like a super new band that don't try to be, um, that don't want to be just loved. So right. uh, we are like um, trusting ourselves uh, a lot more than before. Um, and this was the reason why we said, okay, we've grown as a band and um, let's just face what we, what we, saw during the last two years and what we felt so um this was misery was the first song that we uh, finished for this album because we wanted to free our minds because we wanted to change a bit so we wanted to free our minds of everything that we did before and to just write a song that is totally different to what we did before and it's definitely something that our haters would really hate <laughs> I, 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 I personally have a feeling it's probably going to become your most popular song yeah maybe hopefully <laughs> but this was also yeah this was kind of the reason why we did that song it was actually finally um a, a disney idea of chris and i and my my guitarist um in the beginning we had like a funny just for us i disney idea because we love disney so um yeah and we made that song out of this and um i think it, it turned out great and it definitely did what we wanted uh, we freed our minds and then we came back a bit to what we did before and this was the right step to make that change it felt like the right step so um we hope when we release that song that maybe the people would also first maybe think okay what is happening here <laughs> and um, <laughs> and then maybe be open enough to listen to that song not like okay is that metal or is that pop or is that I don't know. Just like, do I like that song or do I not like that song? And this right. is something that um, I really enjoy seeing our fans are open enough or our real fans are open enough to just, yeah, listen to it more than once and then decide if they like it or not. And in the end, if, if I do like, um, um, uh, I, I did like, um, question on our uh, on my instagram feed like do you, what song do you like the most and in the end every single song had the same numbers like um <laughs> misery as well as golden pariahs as well as uh wounded Hila, like one or two people uh, different and this was the reason why i like the music of beyond the black or why i like to do it like that because Every single person can find his own song as his favorite song. And it's not like just the one song that is good and all of the other songs are like not good. <laughs> right. That's awesome. And, and I, I, I want to take my hat off to Napalm too, because there's not a lot of record labels that would allow a band to kind of go outside of where they are, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can understand. Um, I have to say we have, it, in Germany, our, our main label is um, Universal. It's um, Air Force One Records. And in outside of Germany, it's Napalm Records. So, um, yeah, I think both labels or record labels are really open to just, um, yeah, 
It seems like they're like they're just they supporting can. your career. It's like yeah, you want to grow as an artist. Go. Yeah, yeah. This is important to to us, of course, because we when when I think about the progress of um, this album, we just wrote like six months of uh, our songs and all of that stuff, and then in January this year we went to our label and said, okay these would be the songs we would put on our album. And they said, okay, we love it. Let's do it. <laughs> That's <laughs> great. <laughs> and um, yeah, in, in middle of March, we were done with everything. Wow. When, you are, when you're writing, are you writing all together, like in the old traditional sense? Are you writing more of like, uh, you know, emailing stuff back and forth? Uh, that is changing uh, because we we in the in the previous albums um, or in the previous album we just um, wrote like emails or where like uh, two of us together or three of us together, but we hadn't have enough time to just do like sessions all together because I don't know we we're maybe afraid to that it would that it wouldn't work because a lot of people have a lot of opinions and maybe this can be not good for a song so we didn't try that before we didn't because we didn't have enough time for that to try things out but this right. time like six months are a lot of time for us so um it was really a lot of uh, sessions that we said, okay, let's just do it. And uh, if nothing ha good happens, it's not, it's anyway. So everything's fine then. And we have enough time to just uh, do it as we did before. So uh, this time, of course, we did um, like these whole band sessions as well. So uh, Misery and Paralyzed were from these band sessions. And um, yeah, and, and did the other stuff were with, uh, Chris or Stefan and with our producers as everything, uh, every single song that we did before in a, in I think in the end, when, when everybody's together, that's where the magic happens. Like in the old days, some of the, you know, the best metal records or rock records were made when everybody was together and bouncing ideas off each other. So I think that shows up in misery for sure. Hmm. Yeah, sometimes it's like that, of course. But uh, if you didn't do something like that before, you don't know, and you don't. Yeah, you're afraid that it doesn't work. And um, yeah, this was the reason why we di didn't do it before. But this time we did it, and it worked out great. So um, I'm sure we will do that in the next album as well. Right. So awesome. I I see you guys have tour plans coming up with uh, Amaranth, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, when, yeah. is, when is that tour going to take place and is it going to take place for sure? Um, I hope so because we just postponed it to next year in April. So we, we wanted to play it this year in November, but, um, we decided that no one would really feel comfortable with doing that in the end of the year. And, um, a lot of people are afraid to go out and to, to go to a concert. So um, there are a lot of people uh, that are listening to Beyond the Black that are not like the youngest people. So um, I can definitely understand that um, we should prepare for that and, and to just think about, or we did think about postponing a bit earlier, but um, yeah, we just decided that we will do it in April. And um, I think it's a lot better. 
And we can see that because a lot of more people are buying tickets now because they know, okay, in April, maybe everything's more, is better. And, and this is really good to see so that the people feel more comfortable. Absolutely. I, 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 I'm curious about concerts, you know, um, even, even after this is all over, I, what's your thought? How do you think concerts will be? Do you think they'll just go back to normal? Will people all show up wearing masks even when this is over? What do you think? I think, of course, for the first, I don't know, year or something, it will be a bit different that you don't touch everything and all of that stuff. I think this could happen, but I'm super sure that people wouldn't feel uncomfortable during concerts because a concert is the place where you, yeah, lose yourself. <laughs> right. <laughs> Where where you really are happy and everything, you you don't think about the reality. Then this is how I feel. So when I see a lot of people outside here in Germany right now, still it's still like the main Corona time. But a lot of people are or want to ignore that fact that it's that it's here. So maybe this is also something that um, a concert will not affect because the people don't want to, to feel uncomfortable on a concert. So I'm, I'm sure it will be pretty normal after all of this. I hope so. Cause I miss it terribly. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> yeah. We, we yeah, were supposed to, understand. Bruce and I were supposed to go to uh, Megadeth and Lamb of God. And who else was on that? Uh, Trivium. Trivium. Yeah. And uh, in flames and in flames. And it was like, what was it on Friday? We were supposed yeah, to go, and I was just gutted. I was like, "God, I want to go to that show so badly." <laughs> yeah, I can understand. It's so such a long time without concerts. Ah, oh, this is really not cool. <laughs> not cool. <laughs> you said it. Hey, are you guys doing anything anything different to interact with your fans now that you know you've been kind of quarantined and sequestered? You doing more internet stuff or live feeds or anything? Yeah. yeah, we do a lot more social media and we we can do a lot more like bigger things that than normally when we go to place to place and all of that stuff. So uh, we have more time to think about more bigger stuff. And um, I think all of that live stream uh, things, I do a live stream today as well. And um, I think this also is good for the people at home to be entertained just about the internet. So um, I hope that the people will still, um, yeah, how do you say that? Um, still no Beyond the Black after all of this. Yeah, right. <laughs> can't entertain them enough. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's see. We, we try to just, yeah, say our people entertain. Awesome. Chris? I have one last question before I don't have any more. <laughs> was, the ti- was the Tiger King the most sane thing that's happened in 2020 so far? <laughs> Wait, do you guys get that over there? Yes. Oh, my God. I, I saw this and I, whoa. I don't know. I don't know what to think about that. So here, here's, here's what I think about it. And please excuse my French, but fuck Carol Baskins. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god this was really crazy yeah very crazy but was it but was it the most sane thing that's happened in 2020 so far it might be 
I'm not sure. Maybe. <laughs> good answer. Good answer. <laughs> Very good answer. Hey, you got anything else, Chris? I don't know. Thank you so much for taking the time. It's been a real pleasure discovering your band. Oh, one other thing. If people want to find you, where can they find you? Um, they can find us on Instagram. We post a lot of stuff there on Facebook. Um, we have a homepage where every info is there. Um, Twitter and YouTube and everywhere, I think. So Spotify, of course, and um, in all the yeah music stores out there. So just search <laughs> Beyond, Beyond the, the Black. And Beyond the Black, Jennifer, thank you for taking the time. I really appreciate it. Good luck with the record on Friday. Thank you so much. We're so excited. Thank you for your interest. I'm Excellent. excited Stay for safe. you too. Take it easy. Stay safe. Stay safe. Bye. 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 That's a good way to start the day. Yeah. She was awesome. Yeah, that was a good one. I like those. That was a really open interview. Like I, I kind of, I didn't, once I asked the question, I realized how offensive it might be. No, I think it was good. Yeah, I, I think mean, so. we, don't, we don't need to just be. Uh, I think we pride ourselves in asking odd stuff, so I think that was good, actually. Yeah, yeah, but the Tiger King one was the best question of the whole. Oh, that was awesome! Fuck <laughs> <laughs> <Bob> Carol Baskins. <laughs> you know that she got that cat farm. Yeah, now, I saw right? that on the news. I don't know how I know all this stupid stuff. I, it's kind of. <laughs> Before this whole thing started, I knew nothing about Netflix or any kind of TV shit. Now I know everything. It's yeah. very weird. I, you know, I I spend most of my day in my basement working on music, but uh, at night there's nothing else to do because I can't work on music because it'll interrupt my wife. Right. So I watch a well, little. Cool. I watch a little boob tube. You know what I mean? Yep. Yes, rock everyone. I'm Hal Schwartz and I'm Flynn McClain. Together, we host None But the Brave, a podcast dedicated to the music and career of Bruce Springsteen. Bruce and E Street Band are on tour right now for the first time in six years, and we're taking a detailed look at what's happening on stage in our bi-weekly episodes. We've also been recently joined by some very exciting guests, including rock journalist Warren Zanes and Stephen Hyden, Backstreet's Magazine founder Charles Cross, and Barstool's Kirk Menahan. If you're a diehard Springsteen fan, this is the show for you. So please subscribe to Nimbut the Brave on your favorite podcasting platform, and we hope to see you further on up the road. Thank you so much! We'll be seeing you!